Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. world and thank you for tuning in we're continuing in our series titled the family bible revolution an end time message for his generational blessing we left off yesterday talking about the second essential for the family bible revolution being authority i also describe it as biblical headship and catching the vision for family worship yesterday we ended on deuteronomy chapter 4 verses 9 through 10 which says only take heed to yourself And diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. And teach them to your children and your grandchildren, especially concerning the day you stood before the Lord your God in Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Gather the people to me, and I will let them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children. And like I said yesterday, parents, gather your family. Well, Deuteronomy 4.10, in what I call the Jim Langlois version, that's my version, I would read it this way. Parents, gather your children to me, and I will let them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children. How do we do that? By family worship. Remember the six points? One, open the Bible. Two, read it to your family. Three, discuss it for how it should change your thinking and living. Four, pray for one another, the saints and the lost. Five, do it at the beginning and end of the day. And six, now you're trained. Go do it. Matthew eleven four through 15 says, And if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Well, what is the spirit and power of Elijah? Luke 1, 16 through 17, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. They will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. He will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord. He will turn the hearts of fathers to their children. He will turn the disobedient to the wisdom of the just and he will make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Focusing on the second point, it's a spirit of revival and a move of God turning the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to their fathers. With this move of the spirit, fathers and mothers will prioritize their life towards their children. The preaching of the gospel will bring many to accept God as their heavenly father and be born again. And when we add Luke 3.3, 3, we learn it's a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins, 
Luke 3, 3 says, And he went into all the region around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. How do we begin to follow our repentance with faith? We return our hearts to our children and have the children turn their hearts to their fathers. Remember, how do we do that? Open the Bible, read it to your family, discuss it for how it should change your thinking and living, pray for one another, the saints and the lost, do it at the beginning and the end of the day, now you're trained, go do it. How could we do that? Well, we could do it every day. We could do it Monday through Friday. We could do it one chapter a day. We could do a New Testament reading or an Old Testament reading or both Testaments. We could concentrate on the Gospels, the book of Proverbs, Psalms, Paul's letters, the book of Revelation, or you can make up your own plan. Why is John the Baptist so important? Luke 1, 16 through 17 again. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. John the Baptist is the herald of our return to Christ and Christ's return to us. If we are willing to listen and respond to his message accordingly, then we will not miss this great end time outpouring of God's spirit. It's a great revival of repentance and obedience. This is what the Bible calls works of righteousness, not works for righteousness. James 2.22, do you see that faith was working together with his works, and by works faith was made perfect? Jesus said John was more than a prophet. Luke 7.26-28, through 28, but what did you go out to see, a prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. For I say to you, among those born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. Reading Luke 1, 16 through 17, one more time. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, and I like these last words, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. William Gouge wrote in 1622 in a book he called Of Domestical Duties, the metaphor of a head declares both the dignity of a husband and the duty of a husband. As a head is set above the body, so is a husband to his wife. As a head, by the understanding which is in it, governs, protects, preserves, and provides for the body, so does the husband his wife, at least he ought to do so, for this is his office and duty. To what end is the head set above the body, if the body be not subject to it? It is as fit for wife to submit herself to her husband, as for the church to submit itself to Christ. These words, and he is the savior of the body, by declaring the office of Christ, and the benefit which the church reaps. Note the purpose why a husband is appointed to be the head of his wife, namely, by his providing for her may be as a savior to her. The meaning, then, is that as Christ was given to be the head of the church, which is his body, that he might protect it and provide all needful things for it, and so be the savior to it, likewise, husbands are appointed to be head of the wives for the same purpose." Oh, how happy a thing it is for the church that it has such a head, a head that does not tyrannize over it nor trample it underfoot, a head that does not pull nor peel the church, but procures its peace and safety. 
It is therefore the office of a head to be a savior, to procure rest and prosperity to the body whose head it is. Happy are kingdoms, nations, cities, churches, families, wives, and all that have heads, if they had such heads that, because they are heads, would endeavor to be saviors. Unto you is born a savior, he said. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy in Luke 2, verses 10 through 11. All the duties of a husband are included under this one word, and that word is love. Men, how do we begin to fulfill the headship of our homes? Six points. One, open the Bible. Two, read it to the family. Three, discuss it for how it should change your thinking and living. Four, pray for one another, the saints and the lost. Five, do it at the beginning and end of the day. Six, now you're trained. Go do it. Family vision. Can you see it? Matthew eleven fourteen through 15, and if you're willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. There's another word that expresses authority and biblical headship very well. It's the word covering. We find it in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 2 through 5. Now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things and keep the traditions just as I delivered them to you. But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ, the head of woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. Every man praying or prophesying, having his head covered, dishonors his head. But every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head, for that is one and the same as if her head were shaved. You see, we're not talking about hats here. We're talking about a covering. It speaks of position, protection, provision, and counsel. Within leadership, it speaks of responsibility, honor, and respect. Concerning the Holy Spirit, it means Holy Spirit, helper, comforter, and one called alongside. And as defined as alongside, it speaks of, I got you covered, and can give important directions such as, it's all clear, or it's safe, or you can go now, or no, it's not safe, stop, or duck. The covering is the anointing in manifestation for position, protection, provision, and counsel. The covering follows the levels of authority from top down. God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the husband, the wife, and children. Isaiah 9, 6-7 says, For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And John fourteen twenty six. But the helper, comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. J.W. Alexander, who lived from 1804 to 1859, in a book called A Theology of the Family, he's quoted as saying, Unspeakable good would ensue if every father could feel himself to be the earthly but divinely appointed headspring of religious influence to his household. Now he has assumed his rightful place as an instructor, a guide, and an exemplar in devotion. Now his mouth, even though he be a silent or bashful man, is opened. 
The hour of domestic prayer and praise is also the hour of scriptural instruction. The Father has opened God's word in the presence of his little flock. He thus admits to be its teacher and under-shepherd. Establish the worship of God in any house, and you erect around it a new barrier against the eruption of the world, the flesh, and the devil. And when I looked up the word eruption, it meant the breaking or bursting in. So J.W. Alexander's quote is saying, You erect around your house a new barrier against the breaking or bursting in of the world, the flesh, and the devil. What a good word. Who's responsible? The father or the master of the house, the one with the authority, the one with the headship, and the one with the covering. And how? Through family worship. Well, once again, we've run out of time. So I look forward to being with you in my next netcast. Mark your calendar again, set your clock, and tune in next time as we continue in establishing the Family Bible Revolution, an end-time message for His generational blessing. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.